Greetings and welcome to Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. Today we're going to go into part two of what Tai Chi means. Literally, the name Tai Chi means the supreme ultimate. At first glance, it seems a peculiar name for what most people think of as a physical exercise of movement and stretches. But historically, Tai Chi is a body of knowledge, methods, and techniques used by practitioners to gain and maintain high levels of health, wisdom, and insight into the supreme ultimate, or the creative force within reality, the great spirit, God. The physical exercises taught within this discipline use a martial medium to enhance the efficacy of the energization methods. These energization methods are the foundation of the healing and health benefits, physical, mental, and spiritual. The philosophical transitions and knowledge used within Tai Chi date into the prehistory of ancient India. Saints and sages from India went to China repeatedly through the centuries, teaching Buddhism and the yogic traditions. One of these saints from India, the Buddhist priest Bodhidharma, traveled to the Shaolin Temple in northern China in 520 AD and became known as the first patriarch of the Shaolin tradition. And the Chan Buddhist sect, Zen. Bodhidharma is a source of the Hindu and Buddhist influence within the Shaolin tradition. Important aspects of Shaolin Tai Chi training introduced by Bodhidharma are the use of meditation to develop spiritual awareness, the use of the conscious energization methods to enhance meditational ability, the synergistic use of the three aspects of our being, physical, mental, and spiritual, to enhance the holistic training and development of the individual. The martial medium for use in the physical and mental training. The use of mudra to enhance the dissemination of spiritual knowledge and stimulate the motivation of the practitioners. More on what mudra is will be our next episode, by the way. The use of forms as a medium to present and practice the use of mudra. The use of mudra is prolific in the Shaolin Tai Chi forms, the 108, the snake form, the form of the five elements, the Sanzan form, and the double-edged sword form, the crane form, and the saber form. The use of concepts of the worldly paradigm contrasted with spiritual perception to enhance and stimulate the development of spiritual awareness. Taoism is an indigenous philosophy of China. It may have been taught and practiced in China for 1,500 years before Bodhidharma came to China. Lao Tzu is a Chinese sage who is given credit as a founder and teacher of Taoism. He wrote the original Taoist text, the Tao Te Ching. Historical researchers say that it can take less than 200 years for the practice of a philosophy or religion to become corrupted from the original teaching. By the time Buddhism was introduced to China, Taoism had been practiced for possibly over a thousand years. By the time Buddhism was introduced, many devout Taoists had become frustrated with the Taoist priests for the excessive pomp and pageantry of the ceremony performance and charging exorbitant fees for presiding over ceremonies such as holy festivals, marriages, and funerals. The mysticism of Buddhism and Taoism is very similar. In China and India, there is very little stigma involving the practice of more than one spiritual tradition at a time. Many of the Taoists, not wanting to be associated with Taoists any longer, became Buddhists. 
Through the centuries of operation of the Shaolin Temple, a large number of the monks and priests were both Taoists and Buddhist. This is why the Taoist influence of the Shaolin Temple, which is considered Buddhist, is so great. Taoist knowledge and philosophy had a key role in the development of Tai Chi. Many of the nature concepts that are part of the Shaolin tradition and Tai Chi came from this Taoist influence. Examples are the tiger and dragon, the five animals, the five elements, even the words Qi and Tai Chi have Taoist origin. It was around 1200 AD rather, that a Shaolin priest, Chang Sang Feng, incorporated these traditions and knowledge into the discipline that has come to be called Tai Chi. Since Chang Sang Feng was a Shaolin priest trained in the Hindu, Buddhist, and Taoist influence within the Shaolin tradition, all three of these influences were incorporated into the Tai Chi system. Let me repeat that last for you. Since Chang Sang Feng was a Shaolin priest trained in the Hindu, the Buddhist, and the Taoist influence within the Shaolin tradition, all three of these influences were incorporated into the Tai Chi system. Three popular styles of Tai Chi have evolved from the original, Chen style, Wu style, and Yang style. There is a fourth Sun style, but we'll leave that for another time. At the beginning of the 20th century, Yang Chen Fu, the grandson of the first Yang family Tai Chi master, crystallized the Tai Chi teaching into what is known today as the Yang style Tai Chi. The Yang style is considered by Tai Chi masters who have studied all three systems to be the most highly evolved for several reasons. It is the most internal and most comprehensive. All the other popular versions came from the Yang style. The Yang style is the oldest version available and closest to the original. It is the Yang style Tai Chi that is closest to the original Shaolin Tai Chi system of Chang Seng Feng, which is practiced and taught at the Shaolin Temple. U.S. Today, Tai Chi is the most widely practiced therapeutic exercise in the world. It is credited with the relief and, in many cases, permanent remission of a list of illnesses much too long to cite here. The practice of Tai Chi can keep one's body youthful well into a very advanced years. Many people today are practicing shorter versions of the classic long term. This is a mistake since the shorter versions do not provide enough exercise to achieve basic physical fitness, or to take advantage of the energization effects. These shorter versions also eliminate important martial movement and strategies. Notably, they forget to include the mudras. Again, more on that in the next episode. Most people practice and teach Tai Chi for health maintenance and for its very effective stress reduction potential, even though they have lost the energization, martial and spiritual aspects of the practice but it is still practiced by many people as a martial art and by some as a spiritual discipline. The spiritual, the spiritual discipline within Tai Chi is non-sectarian and can be practiced by one adhering to any religion. Those who practice solely for health could enhance the effectiveness of the health benefits by incorporating the energization, martial, and or spiritual aspects. The Shaolin Temple does present the Shaolin Tai Chi classic loin form and the Tai Chi art in all its aspects. Physically, the movements of Tai Chi develop strength, especially in the legs, stamina, flexibility, coordination, grace, and balance. With daily practice, the movement prevents the energy levels in the body to rise and to become more usable, creating vitality that promotes health, healing, and energization effect that can be drawn on every day. 
As a performance art, Tai Chi is awesome to watch. The demonstration of precise flowing movement, balance, flexibility, coordination, and grace, at the same time, both powerful and gentle, is extremely beautiful. To make these movements flow one into the other and in the proper order requires constant attention, which affects mental development. This develops concentration, discrimination, willpower, and yes, our favorite, self-discipline. These are abilities that create a person who's effective at everything he or she attempts. With these enhanced mental abilities, the practitioner is able to take advantage of the more aggressive healing and energization methods taught within the Tai Chi art. These methods are commonly referred to as Tai Chi, Qi Kung. The Tai Chi exercises are a moving meditation, but the practice of the art does include sitting meditation. The sitting meditation results in the further mental development and is required for an experience of spirit. Historically, a direct experience of spirit has been the primary goal of Tai Chi with the other benefits providing support in the process of achieving this experience. This reading was taken from the Shaolin Temple Tai Chi Manual. It is important for several reasons. It stresses that self-discipline must be linked in some method to a practice of Tai Chi. This is the core to the Shaolin way of being healthy and the core to developing self-discipline because it integrates successfully affirmations and self-discipline, willpower, concentration. All this comes from practicing Tai Chi. Now, I mentioned the mudras for being included in Tai Chi forms. So we're going to concentrate on basic mudras in the next episode, episode 22 of Being Healthy, the Shaolin Way.